With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Goodbye, University. I just thought it'd be nice to start our master's call off this month with a quick hello from everyone who's tuned in. So, Amina, I see you're here. Hello. How are you? I'm doing great. <laughs> Uh, I think expand a little. I could use a. I could use a little more of that. So will you expand? <laughs> I just got back from a nice long walk, and so I've been out in nature and just and Aww. all kinds of good juju energy. And then now I'm on a master call with you all. So I'm, I'm feeling good. Wow. Okay. I feel a little better already than I did before we heard from you. Thanks for being here. Ming's also tuned in. Hello, Ming. Hi, everybody. And I, too, did a lot of walking today. It was great. I should have got my walk in before we did this call. I was thinking I'd go afterwards, but... Hey, Jeanette, Laura's here. Laura's here. Yay, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm glad to hear your voice. Thanks for joining us tonight. Let's hear something good from you. Happy to be here. Yay. Yay. I'll take it. (laughs) And is that Barbara? Who's that? Yes, it is. Yes. I'm on Yay. the call. Yay. Are you at home or work or commuting? I just, or where yeah, I just got home a little bit ago. Yeah. And Yay. what you're you're sharing what? You're sharing something good that happened? Yeah. Let's do oh, that. Oh, there was a lot of celebration at work today. <laughs> a goodbye, farewell for someone, but it was a happy one and a nice little farewell party with the International Student Club and now I'm home with my sweet Zelda cuddled up next to me. <laughs> so Aww. Mhm. Oh, okay. So here we are. <laughs> oh, that sounds lovely. Mhm. See who else is here that we want to hear from. Who haven't I said hi to yet? Is Elaine here? No. Carrie's here. Terry, how are you? Good. Hey. I'm I'm sitting here on my porch with my sister's bunny at my feet. Oh my goodness. And he just stomped. I think something's scaring him. <laughs> Bunny stomping. <laughs> Come on, how cute oh, is that? cute. <laughs> he started to get into trouble. He was like jumping into the, um, I had a plastic, one of those plastic brick bags of sawdust, and he jumped up on top of it and started chewing the plastic, so I had to take it out of the room. Oh, thank you. Anyway, he's awfully cute. He is. I got to see a picture of him today. He is adorable. Yeah. He made me want bunnies. I was like, oh, I'm, as soon as I saw it, I was like, I'm so having bunnies, too. <laughs> Add it to the list. Every video I see on Facebook, I'm like, yep, having raccoons. Yep, having baby goats. Yep, having rescued cows. Yep, having horses. <laughs> and I went for a walk today, too. Yay. 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 Well, um, all right, this kind of actually is a nice lead into what I wanted to talk about today, which is um, moving our dial. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. I, I've had three ways specifically that I wanted to cover for moving the dial, but I'm talking about not just our temporary vibrational shift, you know, when we notice we're a little funky and we just want to be in a better mood for whatever reason, but the dominant default, you know, day in, day out, set point vibrations, like, you know, where we tend to roll. I was thinking about us kind of like radio stations. 
Like we're continually broadcasting our own personal mix of tunes. And it's a mix that we each get to choose. Like we're in complete programming charge. The challenge being most of us aren't consciously choosing our mix. We're just replaying whatever we've been used to playing, <laughs> which is fine if we love our mix. But if not, a programming change is in order. <laughs> so I kind of like that analogy uh, for what we're doing with our vibrational work and what our dominant vibration is because, yeah, we might have an occasional song that really is different from what we tend to play, but most of us have some regular favorites that uh, get a lot of replay. And and some of us might be all over the map. You know, some of us might have a really wide range that we play in. But But I think we have, it's worth asking ourselves, where we're dominantly dialed into, right? And whether it's, you know, back to our analogy, if it's pop or country or classic rock, or maybe it's like contentment or worry or discouragement or joy, I know that it's easy to keep engaging manifesting processes and doing our LOA work in service of whatever goals or desires we have. But if we really just gave good attention to or good thought to Managing this dominant vibration, you guys, I think all the rest of what we do would be so much easier. So that's one thing I wanted to talk with you guys tonight about, identifying what our dominant vibration is. Because it, for most of us, it's not as easy as, oh, I know where I hang out. I'm in, um, I hang out in, it, it isn't just going to be one thing for most of us. I'm thinking of Abraham's vibrational scale when when I'm imagining the range that we cover. Uh, I don't think it's as simple as, yeah, okay, there's one place that I'm, you can usually find me. <laughs> it's not like you could usually find me in irritation or you could usually find me in joy. I kind of have, I cover some territory, but uh, I want to I manage that territory better than I have been. This is my own personal, <laughs> I'm, my, I'm the inspiration for today's call. It's not a discussion I had with any of you. Very often our master's call-in days do provide inspiration for our topics when we do our group calls, but this one is all me. So um, I I was thinking about the challenges in identifying what our dominant vibration is because, again, I don't think many of us are as clear. I was talking with Terry earlier today, and I was mentioning about how, it's, to me, it seems like it's kind of like counting calories. Like, I imagined before I'd ever done it before. I imagined what my caloric intake was based on, you know, what they said the average woman is. You know, it's like 2,000 or 2,100 or something like that. And um, I, I, kind of, I kind of had a feeling what mine was. And then one time I actually counted. Oh, my word. You guys, I was doing regularly 4,000-plus calorie days. Did, did that surprise anyone here? <laughs> are you guys still here oh. that's a lot it is a lot that's, right? shock. A lot. that's, more than that's actually shocking. that's so shocking i'm thinking i am never going to do that exercise jeanette just did <laughs> I, I just couldn't i i think i gotta hand it to you for even doing it once because i just have no interest in counting calories at all i will say this was many many years ago yeah, it was it was before I knew anything about law of attraction and doing what feels good. Mm-hmm. I was 
Oh, once upon a time, I flirted with the idea of being a nutritionist, believe it or not. I was so into food and health and all that. So, yeah, I, was, I, I surprised myself. I thought I had a pretty good idea of what it was. Oh, my gosh. Real. And this wasn't just one day that I counted, you guys. It was like a couple weeks. I averaged 4,000 calories a day. It was 4,000 plus. I'm not rounding up. <laughs> like 4,000 is the rounding down figure. Okay. Um, and, okay, and I will also add at the same time, I was in pretty good shape. <laughs> I was younger. Yeah, I, I, maybe I have some thoughts about what the body's capable of when it hasn't had as many years of resistance. But my point being, I think it's easy to fool ourselves about where we're dialed. Because we know where we should be dialed. We know where we want to be dialed. We know where we're trying to get to. But where we really are, I think it takes some self-awareness, some some personal honesty. <laughs> So I think that's kind of one challenge we have going here. And then the other side of it is, um, okay, how to actually move it. But before we talk about that, I'd like to hear from you guys about, am I the only one who thinks it might be hard to get a handle on what my vibration is? I ask this because when I was talking with Terry, I realized um, I, I more often than not, I, I feel like the, the default vibration, the one that runs in the background when I'm not doing anything else, left to its own devices where my vibration lands is striving. You guys maybe, do you guys know that about me better than I even do? Like, have you guys all just been polite not to say so? <laughs> <laughs> I could be wrong, too. I mean, this might really be, I so I started doing it oh, oh, for the last day and a half. I've been making notes of where I've dialed. Okay, so I had rant, and I had irritation more than a couple of times. I got a couple check marks there. I've got some dissatisfaction. I had a little bit of worry. Got an IRS letter this week. Uh, uh, and then, But I also had delight. I had, I had some delight. I also had positive anticipation and fun and some exhilaration. I had some satisfaction and some fulfillment, and it wasn't – like I'm, I haven't even done this 48 hours, and I'm like, this is a lot of territory. I think this is an, an amazing exercise, actually. Um, you know, to actually kind of keep track for a little while of what you're, what you are vibrating with for a few days, like you did counting calories. I think mm-hmm. that would be a real eye opener. That I could get behind doing. Well, I, I, I will say this, Terry. In the process of doing this, I recognize. What, what I don't visit anymore, and you guys, I I know where I used to. I used dominant vibration used to be, used to be dark territory. The sorts of things I don't even want to repeat because it, it, it's just just even thinking about it, I could feel myself get knocked down a couple notches. I can tell that my I I listened to John Stossel many years ago do a, an episode on six, 2020 or something, and he was making the argument that. We just our set point is what it is. It isn't something that we can actually manage. And he was drawing from science to make this argument that all of our work to try to get happier is pointless because whatever good things or bad things happen, we tend to settle back to whatever we're used to. Some people are just naturally up, some people naturally not. That was his argument. And every once in a while, I wonder, I wonder uh, how much of that influences what my experience is. But having said that. In my own lifetime, I can see some pretty significant shifts, and I bet you guys can too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Not just temporary ones, but the ones that you know, like, oh, 
what's that phrase or the quote? For, I can't remember who it is, but it says something like, "I feel like I've, I've for, uh, totally, I've lived a couple different lifetimes. I've been so many different people, and just in this one lifetime, mm-hmm. I think that it's if if we're being really honest with ourselves, especially if we've been in this game, in this conscious creation game for a while, we can tell we've moved the dial. At least I like to think that, but um, I think this is worth. I think it's worth getting conscious about rather than just letting it run in the background on default thinking we're making a difference. Actually see if we are. I remember when one of my big uh, vibrations that I was looking to alter was um, self-love because I had a lot of, I was hard on myself. I had a lot of criticism. I had a lot of judgment. I had a lot of uh, just really negative stuff. I, I, I thought and spoke and did some not very nice things to myself. And that um, I can so see big progress on that one. And that's probably the progress I'm most happy to have made. And I know I'm not done. <laughs> <laughs> that dial has moved, but we are not done. So, um, yeah. It, if, no, that's a good one to, to look at. Because we, we talked, this Terry, we talked about that earlier, that that I also have done those things and um it would be nice to focus on more self love for myself. But I will tell you, um one of the biggest things that I have noticed even in the last two, three months is that I have made an effort to just be in the moment mm. and I have had more be in the moment moments <laughs> Um, in the last three months, I think I've ever had in my entire life. And what comes with that is just this incredible peace. And um, sometimes I think that if that's all I ever did, that would be enough. Carrie, i got to say that feels like that would be good for me to engage because the opposite of striving would be presence, right? Yes. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. and striving is, is like forcing an outcome. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's a... As Tom would it's say, the when you know? then, and so you, it does. It takes you out of the moment, yeah. Because you're always when you're striving, you're you're looking to the future, and where you're not at at the moment. You know what what that says to me is that the the ways to move our dial it might depend on what it is that we're moving. You know, from where we're at and where we want to go. It might be that um, there isn't just one or two or three best ways to do it, but yeah. it depends on what we're shifting because I can tell mm-hmm. like that one would be good for me, but where, you know, for someone who maybe already has a good handle on that one, it might, might be something else for them to be playing with. So that might be where this, this next part of our discussion, let's keep that in mind and be willing to customize whatever our vibrational journey up the dial might look yeah. like. Yeah. Um, I, I really like your idea of keeping track even for just a few days, you know, it would be a real eye-opener, I think, for me to to see what, you know, percentage of my time I'm at, where, where I'm at, you know. You know, there's got to be an app for this, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it would be cool if there was like a vib- Abraham vibrational scale app where, you yeah. know, it would buzz you, you know, every hour <laughs> randomly. Actually, randomly would be better. And you just, you know, check off where you're at on the Check-in. scale. Yeah. There is, there is one. That's the one I used. Mind Jogger. Shut up. Tell us what? more. 
Yeah, there's a there's an app called Mind Jogger, and during the time when I was you know trying to keep my vibration, where I was trying to manifest money to basically survive, is yeah. I used an app, huh. and wow. and it I had it set on a timer, and it actually it was random, and it would come in and would ask me, me oh. how are you do how are you doing right now? Wow. Yeah. Wow. And I did use it. And it's interesting because I today I was thinking about, you know, when your email came out, I started thinking about, okay, hmm, default vibration. I wonder what mine is. And mm-hmm. I realized, like you said, I've gone through so many different lifetimes or different, you know, scenarios or whatever. So now, you know, my dominant is peace just because that's my core value. You know, total talk about bunnies. I am the rabbit. So it's <laughs> like I have, I pretty much have to be there to, to be, you know, to be in a really good vibrating place, and then I've moved to joy. But I have to say, I was kept thinking, okay, so what? What was my default? And you know, it came out. It actually happened last night. And it was, I was doing basically nothing. I was watching some television show, and some kind of like little gremlin crept in. And all of a sudden, I'm mm-hmm. finding myself um, kind of having a lot of uncertainty about something and then I was thinking about it today and I thought that was my dominant vibration is I would fall into a place of uncertainty Mm -hmm. or and then that's when the worry starts coming in Mm -hmm. and then I'm thinking about things and then all of a sudden then I was like okay wait a minute here so I caught myself and I kind of was like all right let's let's feel it out a little bit what is it that you're thinking that you're uncertain about because surely you don't have anything to complain about (laughs) and and then I kind of was looking at it a little more, and I was like, yeah, it just you're not being rational. I don't know where this came from or why or whatever. And then um, so I kind of, like, talked to myself a little bit about it and then just pretty much tried to change the thought. And then I eventually just, like, okay, I'm going to bed. And then this morning I woke up and I thought about it. I was like, God, that was really weird. And I thought, well, that is totally not real. And then when I did my meditation, I got the interestingly enough, I got peaceful freedom. So again, there's my peace. And then I got additional freedom, you know, added to the end of it, which has been what I've been thinking about all day. So, you know, okay, so what I like, Ming, is that you use that app, not just to enhance awareness, but also as a trigger to shift it, right? So it kind of had a dual purpose for you when you were using the mind jogger. Yeah, when I was using the mind jogger, exactly that, because I was really, basically, really trying to focus I mean, it, it, I always tell everyone, it's just changing those neurons in the brain, right? So I know that if I can change the neurons in my brain, that I'm going to be in this, you know, particular vibration of peace is what I wanted. And then when the, the, that app would ask me, I would check in. And if I was not, you know, if I was in an anxious place or if I was in a, you know, whatever crazy place, <laughs> then I would do whatever it was, you know, to kind of bring myself back, you know nurture myself self-love was a big thing for me too and it was kind of like bring myself back and then eventually you know know what i didn't have to use the app anymore yeah right retraining yourself yeah you know that's kind of what i think happened in amina's 30-day joy challenge right it was long enough that it it started to move the dial and amina that was one reason why i had attachment to you continuing that because yeah i've been telling two stories lately one is that uh my parents, who really cannot understand why I don't find room for Russ in my life, like they mm. really think I'm better off with him than without him. I said to my dad at lunch one day that um, I'm not as happy as I was before him. I don't know how true that is, 
but it's, it feels true. It feels like it was easier for me. I, you know how they say you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with? Russ didn't mm-hmm. raise my average as far as emotional health and well-being. He raised my average in some other ways, some really powerful, good other ways, but not on this one. I don't think. Maybe it's wrong for me to be thinking he did that. Maybe I did that to him. I don't know. But I, I know the other day when – remember when I thought I found my house? I, I, I walked. I found my house. Yeah. I still, I still think it's my house. I think those people better hope and pray I decide to release it someday or buy it or they're never going to sell it. But I was laying in bed after Friday. I walked through. I was like, holy Hannah, it's my house. Ta-da. said to my agent, let's buy this on Monday. I woke up Saturday and I woke up Sunday. And I also woke up Monday knowing I'd found my house. This is exactly the thing I'd been practicing, waking up in my new place. Okay, well, after I found my new place and I knew where it was going to be, when I woke up Saturday and when I woke up Sunday and when I woke up Monday, I, this was, oh my gosh, you guys, could you hear my sigh? So mm-hmm. I woke up knowing, okay, I found my house. And instead of, it's just like Abraham always says, you think you're going to be bouncing off the walls, happy, <laughs> excited, <laughs> delighted. No, you're not. You're going to be like, of course, there you are. And because what I realized was now that this it wasn't something that I was looking forward to coming, this is something that was here, and I felt my vibration settle back into where I normally am, which is not as happy as it was when I was practicing loving my new place. It, it's weird. Like once it became real, it wasn't that cool. In the in the creative life, oh no, I've listened to a lot of stuff lately. I don't know who I heard saying this, but they were talking about how so many people when they think that, you know, when they make it, that uh, it's going to be really cool. Life is going to be amazing. And then they get there and they're like, yeah, not so much. That's what I felt with this house thing. And I realized, oh, my God, this is my dominant vibration. Amina, <laughs> 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 uh, can you talk about, because when, when we were doing joy freaking, my every time I would plug into Facebook, you guys, it was just anyone else who, who was in the Joy Challenge probably had the same experience. Their entire Facebook feed was just Joy posts. And genuine, I mean, it was it was an immersion in a really high-quality vibration that I I miss, Amina. <laughs> well, Amina, I, you're, you're, you're not can, you say, can you say what the, the Joy Challenge was? Since I wasn't yeah. on it, yeah. yeah. So we did, we did, um, we did thirty days. Everyone had to write a goal, and then not put any effort, whatever that means to you, but but not strive or effort this towards. This was goal. all inspired by a call. Was it late last year, Amina, where you just mentioned on one of our masters calls, zero yeah, percent effort, one hundred percent return. Yeah. Yeah, on our first <laughs> masters call, it's like, oh, I just throw this out. Somebody was looking for a job. I was like, yeah, just throw this out there. How I, how I do it. Um, but yeah, everyone has to do joy. But this is this is interesting, Jeanette, because I okay. First of all, Ming and I are are twins, so my share is exactly uh-huh. everything Ming just said. Um, <laughs> but I did the same thing. I got your email today, and I was like, huh, default vibration. That's juicy. And here's what happened: is for 30 days, we changed people's default vibration to joy, mm-hmm. um, just mm-hmm. by bringing it into their awareness. And they might have had to muscle that to become their default, right? They like and they had the Facebook, they had all this constant support. Well, it's so interesting in how depressed people are this way. The first few days after people were fine, but now that we're like ten days out, people are really like missing that because I think and this is what I was thinking about when I saw your email, 
they went back to their default, right? Well, they might be a little bit higher. Wow. Let's talk about this. wasn't on my list, but another way to move the dial is jump in where someone else has got a good thing going. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. You know, like, but what? But interesting is because I said to them, I said to, to the two different people I spoke to yesterday and today, and I said, "Here's the deal." I said, "Nothing's changed." I said, "You can still post in the Facebook group, and people will post." You know, so it's just interesting to see how. Um, we want to be went, led. Yes. Mm-hmm. But, well, but, but how we all, how we all just kind of go, if we're not thinking yeah. about it. Left to our the own de- device. The word default. Right, left yeah. to our own device. So I start to realize, and this is kind of, I know Ming touched on it, and Jeanette, I think you did as well. So if I really use the word default, right, because obviously if I look at, if I track my vibration over a day, yeah, there'd be like everything under the sun twice. <laughs> but if I go to my default, I realized that my default either was kind of this worry, fretful, what do I need to be doing? What should I be working on? What's, what's next? Or the exact opposite of like, life is great. I don't have to do a thing. Everything works out. So what I found is really interesting when you said that is when I'm not thinking about any, when I'm not attempting to vibrate something, I either go into kind of a default worry state, is what, it's, or the words I'd use for it, a default worry state, or a default chill state, and very little in between, you know, so those might have a bunch of different emotions in it, but it's, mm-hmm. it's interesting as I start to notice that I have two default states, a, a kind of, if everything's going right, that default happy <laughs> if everything's not quite going whatever quote unquote I think right is the default worry. So this I mean just today alone, I was like, wow, I'm sitting here if I don't think about what I'm thinking about, I'm sitting here worrying if the plane's gonna be late, if we're gonna get there late, if there's gonna be traffic, what time I'm gonna get home, what time I have to wake up tomorrow, what to, like that was mm-hmm. what was subconsciously in my mind when I wasn't paying attention to what I was thinking. Well yeah, it it um we we were on a call GVU call recently where I was talking about uh cutting some branches with a saw and the first couple of swipes with the saw were kind of all over the place cuz I didn't have a groove yet but then um once I got a groove it was um it was easy like I didn't even have to look which was good because I was stretching up on this little step ladder I could barely even see what I was trying to do but then when I realized, oh, I don't, this is not a good cut because I've been through master gardening training now and I know what a good cut is supposed to be and I realized my angle's wrong and I was trying to change it. Oh, my God, once you got a groove going, changing it, not so easy. <laughs> like, so I think, that, I think being deliberate and being conscious about, and maybe this isn't so much something that we have to do, but just something that we stop doing like maybe a meditation, maybe that should be one of the ways to move the dial, just a meditation. Tim Ferriss in the Creative Live Genius interview, he said something along the lines of how when uh, – he he's a four-hour workweek guy, and he's had a lot of other success since then. And he talked about how before – his life before meditation and after meditation. And he says before meditation, it was like he would run his business where – run his life – like from the front lines, without any perspective, and he'd just be working on immediate, urgent stuff that once he started meditating with a new perspective, he he could see things differently and be like, oh, you 
like he he used the war analogy, like, oh, I don't need any guys down there. Get those guys out of there. They're wasting their time. What they need to be is up here working on this. Like he just saw he, it was such a different perspective and a different approach to his day when he had a regular meditation habit going. And I thought that was what, how he moved his dial was just by getting quiet. He didn't do anything new. He just He just started to suspend more often and more regularly that negative chatter that kind of keeps mm-hmm. us in places that maybe doesn't serve so well. Mm-hmm. Tonight, you know, one other, just one last thought I had about this, because we, I think a few of us came back to like self-love or what, like we're so much further than we were a mm-hmm. year ago or two years ago. I wonder mm-hmm. too, as I was thinking about default vibration, you know how they show like the funnel, like almost like a spiral staircase. So you mm-hmm. may come back to the same kind of quote unquote point on the vertical, but you're at mm-hmm. a different level on the horizontal. Right. So even like right. I might come back to worry as a default, but I don't. I mean, it's I nothing getcha. like. I so gotcha. Yeah, like it's a different yeah. level of worry, right? Like, well, well yeah, and what I'm and I don't I'm, stay in it as long. It's not as as gripping. Right. Whatever. Exactly. Yeah. You don't stay there as long. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because it was like for me, it used to be anxiety. Now I change it to uncertainty. See, so it's not, and it doesn't stay as long. And I think it's good to be actually conscious of it. You know what I mean? It's like I think it was a good exercise actually to find because now when it kind of creeps, I'm 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 going to notice it right away. It's not. I don't think it's going to do like it what it did to me last night. <laughs> You guys, my um, I got neighbor kids here. We they found an egg, and <laughs> they brought it over. So I'm just gonna mute myself real quick here. <laughs> we will just talk amongst ourselves. Yes, let's. <laughs> so, so you know, Amina, I did your joy challenge, but I did it all by myself. <laughs> I heard, and I heard you got your goal, so that's. And I did get my goal, and I was kind of like, uh, I didn't. It was kind of funny. I should have. If you ever do it again or publicly, I'll have to plug in. But, yeah, no, because I, uh, I kind of – I enjoy kind of plugging into joy. And so I thought I'd try it, and I'd marked it on the calendar, and I thought, well, you can do anything for 30 days, right? So, yeah, it was it was cool. It was what, very, very what kind cool. Of, what kind of goal did you – do you mind me asking what kind of goal you set? I mean, yeah, actually, um, I, I was really loose about it. I I wanted to inspire more clients. So I wanted I wanted to hear back from at least five, which is a lot to me. Mm-hmm. If I would have said three, I would probably be able to say, hey, hands down. But I kind of wanted to push myself because I usually don't set intentions like that because I'm the kind of person where I manifest better if I stay unattached. Right. So I kind of did this challenge kind of by my – and I was telling Jeanette, I'm not even telling anyone I'm doing it. See, this is how funny this is. Yeah. I didn't even do. I didn't even join publicly. I'm doing it all by myself. I'm not telling anyone. Mm-hmm. And then um, by the thirtieth day, I had seven. Wow. So, yeah, and I wrote it all down, and it was it was really cool. Very very cool. That's neat. Thank so you. It really does really does work. Mhm. Yeah, because joy <laughs> is one of my core values. And yeah. It's also my middle name. <laughs> It's like no action. You should join our you should join our Facebook group because there is still quite a bit of joy Ooh. going on in there. Yeah. What, what Facebook? What Facebook uh, I think, group? I think it's called Thirty Days 
I think if I did that on appreciation, it would serve me too. But the second way that I thought of for moving the dial was to just set an intention for it and then maybe refresh that intention regularly. I mean, maybe weekly or monthly. I don't think it'd have to be daily, but to get deliberate about it and just using the power of our mind to steer ourselves where we want to go with setting an intention. I think a lot of times we think there's more work involved when anyone who has ever played with setting an intention and letting it go has seen how magical it comes to fruition without a lot of work on our part. I like the thought that this could be along those lines, although maybe not. I don't know. But the, but the third one I had on my list was to relax about it, for us not to try so hard. And I, I'm rising Capricorn. It is really easy for me to make something work, even when I'm looking at my manifesting so I thought that's not what I'm looking for here. I just I want to give it some breathing room. I want to relax my way into it rather than work my way into it. And I don't know exactly what that looks like, but I think combining that letting go stuff with an intention, a deliberate intention around it could be magical. But we know lots and lots of other ways for us to make a difference over time in moving that dial. It could be well drafting. I think that's what a lot was happening in your group, Amina. Um, visualizations, if we got regular about that, that can do it. Identity work, affirmations. I mean, we know all of the different tools we could engage that would take us there. And I don't think it matters what we do as long as we're listening to that inner guidance within that um, suggests what might serve us best. So with that in mind, do you guys have any anything that comes up for you when you think about uh, cr creating a new default for yourself vibrationally. Do you get any intuitions or, or whispers from higher wisdom about how you might go about that? Well, this is Terry. I, um, just changing my thought about something and, um, like we were talking earlier about, you know, moving on to another relationship. And um, I, you know, I could stay in in my my old, I actually can't stay in my old thought about it anymore. I just can't stay there. But, but if I look back at what my old thoughts were about a relationship and my fear of, you know, not being able to manifest someone um, that, um, you know, was a good match for me, um you know i I've, I've switched my my thought to um what's my next relationship adventure you know looking at it a whole different way and also letting go of of it having to be the love of my life you know my next one you know and and not having it be so serious a a thing or jumping right in like i've always done in the past and um just enjoying someone's company and just looking at it in a whole different way but in a in a way that is exciting to me in in that it's an adventure you know mm -hmm. and not something that's mm -hmm. fearful or you know all that other crap you know um and also recognizing that I always have choice so um i mean i think that's helped me make the shift from um you know, all this fear-based stuff and, oh, you know, you know, doubting whether I can actually be happy ever or going to that ridiculous mode. But looking at it in a whole different way and, and, and keeping that thought 
foremost in my mind instead of all the other negative stuff. I so, like that, Terry. Yeah, that feels powerful. Yeah, and it really makes a difference. When I, when I had that thought, when that thought came into my mind, I felt so much better about the whole of looking, because I kept thinking, oh, I'm not ready for something else. I just broke up with my boyfriend, what, six weeks ago, blah, blah, blah. And I went, wait a minute, so what? <laughs> you know, like, you know what, am I, what do I have to be ready for? I'm just as lovable today as I was six weeks ago or a year ago or whatever, you know. So I love the lightening up around it. Yeah. You know, yeah. sometimes we take, especially these processes, sometimes we take them yeah. so seriously. And it's like, all right, this is my default vibration. All right. Well, there it is again. I see it. I can change it, you know, and just make them. Making oh. it almost light. Oh, right. Um, and I love that. Like, yeah. to love that about ourselves rather than judge that about ourselves. <laughs> yeah, find good it one. adorable. Adorable that we're in it again. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, and there's also something to be said here. Thank you for that, Terry. You This conversation is making me think that there's something to be said for recognizing that it isn't always meant to be sky high. Like, ebbs and flows, rhythms mm-hmm. and cycles, this is appropriate, including with our vibration. So our goal isn't 24-7 joy, but um, but uh, having said that, I, I don't Space. think that... Space yes. for it. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, we're hmm. going to experience the whole range. You know, if if, if that's what we're, you know... That that wonderful quote I read on Facebook recently is that enlightenment is not about being um, happy all the time, something like that. It's about being aware. Mm-hmm. Um, can't remember the quote exactly, but that really made a big impression on me when I read it because I never really thought about that before, actually. But enlightenment really is about being aware. It's not about you know being a joyous person all the time we're we're meant to experience the whole range of emotions that we were given to experience here um and the point is just being aware of when you're depressed aware of when you're you have negative thoughts um aware when you're joyous well and that and we know that if we resisted anything that we became aware of that certainly wouldn't be helpful for allowing the further flow right right mhm mhm <laughs> And I had a, a thought. I had a thought too, because as I was looking at my default, I've been doing um, this thing called access consciousness lately. Ooh, yeah. And one of the so that they have two questions that I've like latched onto as I'm like newbie newbie learning this. But one is how can I get better at that, which is mm-hmm. my whole theme for this month. But the other one that they ask, and I thought this was good for you know I'm going to like true default, like you don't even know you're you're doing it default. Um, was who does this belong to? So today mm. at the airport when I was worried about, like, the plane being late and blah, 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 and all that stuff, I said, who does this belong to? And immediately my mom came up. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is just behavior, uh, you know, learned behavior that I've learned to mimic. So it's a little bit off law mm. of attraction, but I just thought I would share that. No, I like that. Cool. Yeah, very cool. Hmm. Boy. I kind of feel like for my own guidance, what would be appropriate for me is 
I have been some inspiration around the appreciation, uh, really embracing that more than I have been. I re- I, there's some sort of inner wisdom that's pointing me towards that. But I also want to just, I think, whether it's taking some meditation time or journaling time, to just get uh, a little bit more info from the part of me that knows what would serve me best rather than have my logical mind declare, you know, how I might want to go about this. But I know this much that I know too much to do the rest of my life with a striving vibration. I, I refuse to. I, I know too much to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be opposed to it here and there. It's probably pretty cool. It probably serves me well. But I don't want that to be where I land when I'm not, you know, when nothing's going on. This is, I can do better than that. I wonder if you appreciate it at what you might find. <laughs> I love that about me. I'm going to play with it, Amina. Oh, my gosh. Right, that just lights me up too much not to. All right. I love that about me. I'm writing it down on my list of three. You know, once um, I, 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 um, I used to watch my sister be very willful when I was younger, and I recognized that I also had this willfulness in me. And um, many years ago, um, what I realized about that was that my willfulness in certain situations serves me extremely well, and in others, not at all. So my willfulness can actually be a tool for um, you know going through my life, and if I'm aware enough, I can use it when it works for me and let it go when it doesn't. So that that level of awareness that you're coming up to about striving is like there's certain situations where striving might serve you very well and in others not at all. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yep, I get it. Mm -hmm. I get it. Who haven't we heard from? Laura, what are your thoughts on this subject? Sorry, I had you muted. Now I got timers going off and all sorts of things. <laughs> you know, I've been practicing or playing with uh, the one command. Oh, that's, yeah. It's been about a week now, and that's been pretty amazing because I noticed um, with doing that that I was in an awful lot of worry and just uh, um, not a vibe. It was funny because I tried to do the joy thing. I couldn't get there. So sorry, you guys. I didn't participate. No, no worries. Uh, I want to say, anyone who is not familiar with the One Command, we have yeah, a call what is that? in the archive. Yeah. Diana Meadows did a call for us once upon a time. This was a while ago. But yeah. she gave a really concise uh, outline of how to engage it. Laura, do you know it well enough to be able to say it off the top of your head? Oh, you betcha. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good. It goes, I don't know how I, and then blank, and so you put in there what you want. So how, let me back it up. So how you start out is like figuring out you're in a vibration that you don't want. So you ask, what would I like instead? So let's say you're feeling worried. What would I like to feel instead? Well, I'd like to feel joy and feel confident, maybe, let's say. So then you would say, I don't know how I feel confident and joy. I only know that I do so now and I am fulfilled. And then you want to go into the theta state, which is really just closing your eyes and taking your eyeballs looking up and then you want to ground yourself, and then as you're looking up, you imagine yourself just expanding out and expanding out past, like, the building you're in, past the state you're in, past, you know, the planet, and just becoming your infinite self. 
and then you go into that, I don't know how I do this. And what happens is that I don't, I don't know how I, that's talking to the subconscious mind. So it like lets the subconscious mind off the hook. Mm, and right. you're able to state like what you do want, and then you're saying that it is so, and then I am fulfilled basically is the gratitude. Mm-hmm. It's really I, super powerful. I haven't played with that in a long time. Thanks for the This reminder. is Barbara, and I haven't played with that in a long time either, but I, there was a time when I did, and I'm so glad you mentioned it, Laura, because I really I, it resonates with me right now. One of the things that I did when I first learned, heard that call was I took notes and then I, and I still have them. In fact, I just looked, um, like kind of walking myself through it. And then I recorded myself. Oh, wow. You know, to do the close your eyes and sit, like giving myself instructions so that I wouldn't have to like remember the grounding part, you know, where you like remember, because there's a little bit of, um, meditative grounding that you do before you go up into the theta state. You remember that? Well, anyway, that's how that's how I learned it. <laughs> yeah, that's, anyway, really that's a great idea. I never even thought yeah, of it. Yeah, so I recorded, I have the script, and then I recorded myself, and then I would just get to, you know, I, well, I would do the exercise, like you said, you know, decide ahead of time before I started all that. And then I would just, Stop, you know, it's just like I don't know how I, and then, you know, I just give it like a space where I knew what to say. And then I would do at the end, you know, just, just the stuff, just, you know, imagine it bigger and allow yourself to let the idea take on its own energy and receive with gratitude, all that whole script. It's not very long. It's actually very good. I, you've inspired me. I'm going to <laughs> gonna use this. Yeah, and, you know, that script is in the book. In the book yeah, is one command. It is. It's yes. in there. You know, this, right. this, this discussion is really just reinforcing for me how smart we are and how <laughs> well it would serve us to tune in with our with our own guidance on mm-hmm. um, what we might want to engage when we feel inspired to move the dial. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying everyone should be doing this work right now, but it was up for me, so that's what I wanted to bring to the call because I know I'm not the only one who could mm-hmm. probably benefit from getting more deliberate and conscious about this work. Well, and the other part that might be helpful for everyone is um, I also started reading um, The Science of Getting Rich Again, which is a free ebook that mm-hmm. you can find, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's Wallace Waddles. And he talks about, like, it's your birthright to be abundant and be wealthy. And um, I had kind of forgotten that because I read it years ago. And so I just really want to get back into that, just not only, you know, creating money and what uh, um, uh, Sarah calls um, – uh, cash rich, but just being in that state of abundance and feeling, you know, just being in that state of how, you know, because really I look at this like being alive right now is the most amazing thing and we are mm. lucky. I mean, there's so much going on and there's so many people awakening right now and there's so much mm-hmm. good happening in the world. There's vibrations raising. People are waking up. They're getting it. It's so fun to watch. It's, it's exciting. <laughs> it really is. That's really the vibration I want. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's, That's, yeah. That's the perspective. That feels really good. Thank you, Laura. Yeah, sure. Well, for unmuting. <laughs> good. Right on. Uh, does anyone else have any thoughts to share on this subject before we wrap up our call tonight? Thanks yeah, I've I I'm I think I'll continue to ruminate on this. Oh, and I know what I wanted to bring up. 
So uh, I'll start a thread for comments, things that come to us after we hang up the call, the phone tonight. But um, along those lines, I wanted to find a way for us because I this is unrelated to our topic tonight, but it is related to the master circle. I think you guys aren't tapping one of the most powerful resources in this group, and that's each other. Oh, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So I was trying yeah. to I was trying to figure out what can I do to facilitate connections here? Uh-huh. Because I know not all of you are big forum people and um Maybe the answer is more of these group calls. I don't, maybe it's just another call during the month that's a different structure. I don't actually know what the answer is. It might be I don't blind copy everyone. Maybe I just maybe we have each other's contact information. I don't I don't actually know, but I wanted to ask you guys for suggestions on because look, our one-on-one call-ins are super freaking cool. I love them, but it isn't the best benefit of your membership. Each other, this group is the best benefit of your membership here. And I am not facilitating that well. So I'm officially inviting you guys to um, let it simmer. If you've got any inspirations that come to mind, pass them along or post them in the forums for how we can take better advantage of each other. That sounds kind of funny to say, but that's exactly what I want. (laughs) Well, you know what, Jeanette? Just Laura again. I feel like we're really getting to know each other through these calls. I feel like just listening for this last hour that I'm getting to know just everybody on the call better and just hearing everybody's voices and everybody's input, I think that that's really powerful. And that's really tough to do, like you said, on a forum and in Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, this is Terry. Um, You know, I'm really new to this group. I just started, you know, a little while ago, and I'm so curious about who you guys are out there. (laughs) Yeah. I really would like to find out, you know, more about, you know, you guys and just have a conversation, maybe just the two of us somehow. Um, maybe well, I could do maybe I could do an icebreaker, except that requires forum participation. If I just how, send out an email, I, I don't we have throw, a problem with forum. <laughs> I have an idea. Why don't we throw? Why don't you throw all the names in a hat and pick out two names, you know, like once a month to have us call each other? Oh, that's a Ooh. good idea. Wouldn't that be? Oh, awesome? that's, that's fun. Cute. I like that. Oh, I like that. And then we fun. just have a conversation, and then it'll be you know it'll be a surprise every month who we get to talk to. Oh, Something like that. I like that a lot. Something would be fun. I like that a lot. In fact, I was just going to look and see because, you know, on these calls, we usually get about a half dozen people Mm -hmm. dialing in. It's different people usually. But uh, there are, let me just look at our most recent. I wanted to ask you, how many are in this group? Because I have no idea. We're 26. (laughs) I think that, yeah, we're 26 right now. So. I never, I don't, once wow. it starts getting close to 30, I start like, okay, shut this party down sort of stuff. But uh, I like it to be around two dozen because more mm-hmm. than that, and I start to lose track of you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that either. So, But there, there's a lot more here than we hear on our group calls and that we hear from in the forums. And even if you're an active GVU forum person, that we have a, we have a couple hundred members over there. You don't know who the master's members are. Just exactly. based on the GVU forum posts. Uh-huh. So, I, Terry, I really like that suggestion. I, I, I think what I'll do is I'll float that one via forum and via email, and um, yeah, and see who uh, wants to play. I mean, maybe yeah. maybe there's some people who don't want to play, right? And that right. would be fine. That's hard um, for, for me to imagine. If you guys knew this group, <laughs> I swear to God, you would fall to the, would fall to your knees right now with the amount of 
love and brilliance and generosity, I'm tearing up. As I'm looking at this list of you guys, if you had any idea how much amazingness is in this group, you, it would it would it would bowl you over. You guys are a freaking amazing, and yeah. I want the only one who knows all of you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I want to stand in your shoes. I want to see how amazing everybody yeah. is too, yeah. from your point yeah. of view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. I really like that. All right, so um, we'll let that one cook a little. Okay. Expect to hear more on that. Okay. Great. Great. You guys Yay. are beautiful. So everyone wish me luck on I'm going to go look for a quail nest at the neighbor's yard. <laughs> oh, good luck. Aww, wonderful. Good luck. Oh, fun. Yeah. All right. Have a fabulous that one. Yeah. Yeah, right. This is my prepaid <laughs> right. opportunity. Um, thanks again for everyone who joined our discussion tonight, Laura and Barbara and Terry and Amina and Ming and um, everyone else who's listening to the recording. I just love you guys so much. Thank you so much for being part of this circle. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you, and love you. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Big love, everyone. Have a great yeah. night. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.